Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dennis and Jamie. How are you two doing? Uh, just hey, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, still alive. Can't complain. Yep. Yeah, that's that's about right. We're all just surviving at this point. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, one of those things, you know, I, I got my COVID vaccine this week, or at least half of it. Harmony's like, oh, oh man, I can go back <laughs> to going to barcades again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the important stuff in life. Yeah, no, good stuff. It's uh, it's kind of weird to think that like you know we've been stuck inside for like over a year and it's like almost over. Well, at least like oh, almost semi back to normal. And Barbie's like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not right. ready ready to go back to relative normalcy. Yeah, it's, it's weird to think that it's now I've gotten so used to not leaving the house that whenever I have to start leaving the house again, it's going to be, it's going to feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, go back to, like, actually socializing with people. Like, right. I don't know. I'm not right. ready for it. <laughs> um, But, yeah, let's uh, get to the news and stuff. But let's get through the no-cost games first. These are games that are either... No extra cost or free, depending on the service. Um, uh, I think the the big one for this week is Epic Game Store. Well, actually, there's another one in terms of Sony, but like uh, Epic, uh, they have Creatures in the Well for this week, and then the next one is Tales of the Neon Sea, which hmm. they both kind of look like little indie games. But um, mm. I don't know. It says here about Tales of the Neon Sea. Welcome to a world of intrigue and suspicion where humans and robots contend with escalating tensions and mutual distrust and where gangster felines scheme their way to the top of the food chain. So. Interesting. Gangster yeah. felines? Yeah. Gangster, <laughs> gangster cats, apparently. I don't Mob know. Mob cats. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Um, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and the creature in the well uh, that looks like a little indie game. I picked it up, but I haven't installed it yet. But it looks looks okay. It's just like a little like top down um, hack and slash shoot 'em up esque game. So that looks that looks cool. But really, what's the most important is that Sony is giving away 10 free games as part of their Games to Play at Home program. So these are games that they give away completely free. These are not dependent on you having a PlayStation Plus subscription. So even if you don't, you can still get these for free. Um, these include Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Res, Infinite, Moss, Astrobot Rescue, Paper Beast, and Thumper and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, currently up right now is Ratchet & Clank, which you can still claim. But mm-hmm. uh, mm, I did get that one. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a pretty good list. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be too much of a jerk, but part of me is like, oh, a lot of these are games that are getting sequels on PS5. But, uh, you know, obviously it helps that you're giving out the originals so that people can get enticed to check out the sequels. But... I mean, it's still a nice thing to do, uh, cause, sure. considering that it's completely free. But um, I, I'm a little bummed that I own like 80% of these, <laughs> but it's still cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's kind of it, right? Like these are all games that most people are probably going to have owned already. Um, also, too, it seems like they're generally going for games that are like a little bit more family friendly. Like I was thinking like, oh, why isn't God of War being given away for free? That would be a great one. But part of me also thinks like, I think they're trying to go for something that right. like almost every member of the family can play. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a lot of VR games. games too. Yeah, uh, which eh. interesting. Yeah, no Beat Saber. That's no. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I've, it's funny like when it comes to VR, I feel like the best game for VR has to be Beat Saber. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's just maybe. I'll make a case for a VR chat later, but oh, okay, nice. it's, Beat Saber is great. Beat Saber is great. What else is there? Mm-hmm. There's Half Life Alex, but those are that's not on consoles. That's, that's only on PC. But anyways, that's a cool list. Um, yeah, and you can just download those. You don't need a PlayStation Plus subscription. Most people have PlayStation Plus, but if you don't for whatever reason, yet yeah, won't hold you back from downloading those games. Um, Back for Blood delayed to October. Open beta coming this summer. So. Cool. Yeah, a bit of a bummer. Uh, yeah. I was kind of hoping to have it for my birthday, uh, but I guess not. <laughs> no. That's the Left 4 Dead type game. So. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which I was excited for. But, yeah. Not meant to be, I guess. No, no Back for Blood. Was it supposed to come out this summer? I think it was like, what, May or yeah, something? Yeah, June. June 20-something. Oh. It was like literally like, I, I remember because I was like, oh, my birthday is like three days later or something like that. And uh, yeah, no. Nope. Would have made a great gift. But I know. <laughs> I guess part of me also thinks too, like October, Halloween. That also it makes sense. Of, I yeah. yeah. So I, I think it kind of like, I wonder if part of it is like they're them pushing it to a date where maybe it'll be a little bit better that like people are looking for horror games and they kind of look to see what's out there and kind of go hey yeah 
back for. Blood. I know the developers. Developers definitely said they needed some more time to to make it nice. So I'm glad they're taking the extra time to, to spend on it rather than just pushing it out the door. You know, I'm, I I don't need another broken game coming out. So that's that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's cool. I'm I'm kind of excited for this because I did like Left for Dead and like. We've played similar games. Like there was that second extinction that we played uh, yep. together on, and that was very similar. And like, pardon me, whenever I play yeah. a game like that, I'm like, oh man, I forget why I like I enjoy these games so much. But it is fun <laughs> to play with others. Um, I'm excited to check this out for sure. Um, yeah. Speaking of delays, Gotham Knights got delayed to next year. So. Yep. Can't play as your Bat Family anytime soon, but. I'm totally unsurprised by that one. I feel like every uh, Arkham game that's ever come out has been delayed a little bit. So, yeah, I'm also like uh, with COVID, it's obviously made things harder. Sure. Yeah. I wonder if that was a part of it too. Like maybe they just you know didn't account for that, and then you realize that like your workload gets cut down pretty significantly when people are working from home. So, yeah, it's hard to make games remotely. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, this was video games. Like other other industries, I'm sure are relatively okay. But I know with this one, it's yeah, not necessarily yeah. the case. So, for sure. Um, yeah. There's a rumor that the PS3, Vita, and PSP stores will be closed permanently July second. I thought this was actually confirmed. I didn't think this was. I'm not sure. I th- I think all these news sites are just cross reporting it because they're like, oh, mm-hmm. this site said they were closing, and then this, you know, everybody yeah. else is like, oh yeah, that site said they're closing. So I don't know if it's confirmed, confirmed yet. Mm, let's think but it seems thing. like it's legit. I mean, is anyone here being like, hell yeah, I'm going to my Vita PSN store every day? You know, like probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hope they have, like, a mechanism for you to download the games you've already bought. Yeah. It would yeah. suck if, like, yeah, you just can't access it anymore unless you have it already downloaded. Well, like... Especially I'm... especially if you have, like, the digital-only, like, PSP, like, from back in the day. Like, you can't even get the games in any other way. So, like, then that thing becomes totally useless. Like, <laughs> There's a digital-only PSP? Yep, yeah. PSP Go. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, but it says here that like, the things that will be disabled are PS3 games and any add-ons, PSP games and any add-ons, same with Vita, and then apps, themes, and avatars. So it doesn't say anything about like not being able to download. Presumably, you could probably just still go and go to the library, but they would just disable purchasing, which is, mm. I guess, totally fine. Um, yeah, and apparently there was a an email sent so i don't apparently it's mildly official because it came from an email but i don't know as to whether the email is fully legitimate or not who knows but yeah i'm not surprised i mean people don't realize that these things take up space and resources over at sony so i Mm. you know if you have to think of it as like a return on investment. Is there really enough people playing PSPs or Vitas or PS3s enough to like support keeping it up? I'm going to guess probably not. I mean, almost everybody mm-hmm. has a PS4 at this point or a PS5. And I, 
I just don't think it really necessarily is probably worth them keeping it up. I mean, I have a Vita and PSP. I don't think I've, I think it's like in a storage box somewhere. Like I haven't touched them in like ages. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if anything, RIP your PSP and Vita, I PS3 for me, like was gone a long time ago, but like oh, yeah. some people like really hold out on the, the Vita and PSP, like, the PSP in particular, like that was a popular console when it came out or handheld. Like mm-hmm. I have it was very... so so easy to get hacked games on there. <laughs> I think that was like <laughs> what most people used it for, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> for being well, I can run honest. Super Nintendo emulators on my PSP. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well that was that was it. And like I know like I had a ton of pirated well psp games maybe i shouldn't admit that publicly but i don't care <laughs> it's it's dead no one cares but there was R. like R. a P. bunch there was a bunch of times i was like oh there's peace walker great i'll just play peace walker and like i think i paid for the console i never actually like paid for many of the games just because like it was so easy to just like run things on there it was pretty easy so yep so yep r.i.p to those consoles um who knows? I wonder if like Sony will ever go back to handhelds. Like maybe they'll like take those games and put them in some emulated form that you can play on PS5. Who knows? That would be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. There are some I mean... games on PS3 that like I know have not come to like PS4, PS5. Like I think the biggest one for me is like the Metal Gear Solid Collection that yeah. has not come to the PS4, or PS5, which it really should. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see here. Australia bans Disco Elysium, the Final Cut. What? Stupid Australia. Yeah. It. They wouldn't raid it because they thought it was like too morally bad, or what? I forgot what the phrasing was. But yeah, they they didn't like that (laughs) game. You can do too many too many terrible things to people in that game, I guess. Or <laughs> yeah, it just makes me want to play it more. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, it's a fun game. Um, I think to like Australia just bans a bunch of random shit. So that is true. They do like to ban mm-hmm. games that probably don't need to be banned. Yeah. So I heard. Um. Okay, let's see here. We've got Battlefield 3 Battle Royale mod in the works. Cool. Hmm. Is uh, it an official mod? Yeah. Or? I, th- I mean, I think there was a fairly recently, like end of last year, they released a mod kit. I think that was official. And from that, these groups of modders are like, making a battle royale so i don't know if it's official but it is a bigger mod that i think a lot of folks are looking forward to nice okay yeah, yeah i mean but then again battlefield 6 is also rumored to have a battle royale too so i would not yeah. be surprised like yeah battle royales are like salt you add them to pretty much every, every res <laughs> yeah and you know what? I don't know how many of them all get played. Like I know the Call of Duty one, I played a little bit and haven't touched it since. And but yeah, same, it's it's there. People want it. <laughs> yeah. 
cool. I think that's it for news. There wasn't a whole lot this week. <laughs> but that's fine. Doesn't have to be big news weeks every week. Um, let's get on to what we've been playing. Uh, Dennis, do you want to start us off this week? Sure. Yeah, I got a pretty short list. Um, I've been playing since I started last time. My friend Pedro. I don't know. I can't actually say I like this game. I don't know why. <laughs> Pedro's not your friend? Maybe, no, I don't know. I like the humor of it, mostly. You know, it's it's kind of dumb and weird, and there's banana. I, I still don't get what the heck's going on. I thought, like, it's well-made. It's not that, like, it's not a good game. I think it's just I don't enjoy this kind of side-scrawly, mm. uh, shooty mc you know, tricksy kind of game and you try to get your high score. And so I, I don't know, like it's, I'm not having a lot of fun. I'm maybe like three quarters of the way through and I just can't bring myself to play it. Cause I feel like there's better games out there for me to play. So I don't know if I'll finish it. Um, is it just getting repetitive at that point or is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It, it is definitely repetitive. Um, but they do like throw new things at you. There's like new enemies. Obviously you're in different locations. Um, there's that, there's new weapons eventually. Like I finally got like an assault rifle, I think. And then, but yeah, like overall the gameplay is pretty repetitive. I think if you're like one of those folks who enjoy just sort of doing, you know, tricks in games, if you know what I mean? Like if you play, um, Dishonored, for example, and you don't play it really for the story, but you enjoy also to play it to try to like do like trick kills. I don't know if I'm wording this correctly, but if you're doing it just to seem like you're like a cool ninja assassin kind of thing, I think like you might like this game because it's the same thing. You can like slow down time and like get, you know, kills in sort of a cool way chain them up and you know kick a pan up and shoot it and things like that i don't know to me i'm just like trying to get through the level i don't do the cool trick stuff and try to get the high score i mean a little bit if it's like so obvious that like hey they put a pan here you probably want to use it i'm like all right fine but otherwise mm -hmm. i just like blast through them with a shotgun and i keep going so i don't know i'm just not having a lot of fun with it i think it's on me the game itself is well made though so I think it's still solid, like seven. It's just not my jam. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much all I got to say about that. Uh, oh, what what is my jam though? Like I said earlier, I'm gonna try to sell folks on VR chat. This game is great. I don't know why I never tried this yet. You know, let me tell you, you haven't lived until you're seeing like Taylor Swift in a virtual karaoke room, Kermit <laughs> the Frog, and a really buff, big, like, Winnie the Pooh and, like, an assortment of anime girls. It's just amazing, you know? You meet random people. There's some people who are just really weird, and, like, because they're in this, like, virtual space, people, you know, a lot of their personality shows through, and it's just fun. It's it's just a really wild place. You know, I spent, like, an hour and a half, like I said, in, like, a karaoke room, and we just kept, like, singing random songs. And, of course, I had no idea who these people are. They just all sound like teenage boys, but who cares? I had a great time, especially during COVID. If you got nowhere to go and you have a VR, well, actually, you don't even need a VR headset. I think you can play it on the computer just as is. Try out VR chat just to see the assortment of people talking about random stuff and running around and the weird avatars out there. There's some really weird ones. 
it's got a very second life vibe to me like it, yeah. it's just like a lot of random mm-hmm. shit or like playstation <laughs> yeah. home exactly. that was the thing yeah I yeah i remember i played it for a little bit and it was around the time that like um Ugandan Knuckles was becoming a thing, and <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, no. and like, I think VR chat was where that became like a big thing. And I just remember I logged yeah. in, it was just a bunch of people like screaming, I'll show you the way. All this, like, and I was just like, I'm fucking done with this, like, I'm, done. <laughs> I'm fucking out, yeah. I actually didn't encounter any of those. I think it the meme died down, but yeah. But it, it just there's, there's weird shit stuff. <laughs> yeah, it just it seems like a level of chaos that just doesn't like. I'm just like, how did we get here? I mean, I will say this: like, it's a very inventive use of VR. I think, and I think like if uh, it makes sense to, that you would make like this little social world for people to socialize and do activities. Uh, yeah, like your Second Life and your uh, PlayStation Home, but. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, it's a lot. Like it's like going into a bar, and just people are just shouting like shit. You're like, okay, maybe I'll just go to the bar next door. It's a little calmer. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely chaotic. Um, oh, although because I think there's like user generated like rooms or worlds, whatever they call it. There's actually some really interesting stuff because I haven't tried it personally, but there you can like play Among Us in it. Like somebody recreated yeah. Among Us as a world, and you can play that together. There's like, yeah. um, uh, what is it? There's like a version of like Overcooked, where you you know cook your things and you put it up, um, and you try to work together. Um, but yeah, like there's there's actually like mini games too that people have created. Like mini golf, I think, is there too. So I don't know. My favorite's the karaoke. I just think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend. I, I'm giving this game like ten out of ten. <laughs> But I don't think it's everybody's jam. So I think if you want some chaos in your life and you're bored out of your mind and just want to go people watching, this is great. Sometimes I just sit there and I people watch. <laughs> yeah. It's a game, all right. It's, or it's something. Yeah. It's something. It's an experience. Like I said, you, you need to live a little and sing Taylor Swift with some prepubescent boys. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, oh, I've been playing Metro Exodus. I don't know how far along I am, but I put in maybe like six hours so far. Man, this game looks great. I have like a 1080 Ti, and it's you know obviously not the newest card in the world, but I'm able to run it on Ultra with a few frame dips here and there, but I don't mind because I have like a very slow play style in this game because I'm trying to you know be immersed and not run around like it's Call of Duty. But... Yeah, the game looks really great. Uh, the the story is pretty good so far. Um, the voice acting could be better. I mean, I'm playing with the English voice acting, and they're doing this like you know thick Russian accent. Almost yeah. all of them. And it could be a bit better. I switched it to the Russian audio for a while, mm. and I'm just like uh, the subtitles sometimes don't show up for like some background chatter with the NPCs and I kind of want to listen in. So I'm like, Oh, okay, fine. I'll switch it on. So I can, or I mean like I'll switch back to English so I can actually hear everything. Um, but yeah, great. So far the game plays really well. Haven't really run into any issues, man. It just looks really great. There's like, uh, at least from what I've played so far, 
um there it's not as linear as the previous metro games right so i think the previous ones it really is just sort of like you follow the story you go from place to place and here um i think after an hour or two you're sort of in like a wide open area that actually has like points of interest on a map and you can sort of freely explore there and you can like loot stuff and they have a really cool like weapon upgrading mechanism where you can find upgrades and you can, can craft things um kind of like the last of us actually uh you can craft things to like throwables and like ammo and you can if you find upgrades to your weapon you can customize it right out there on the field if you like you know take off your backpack and work at it um so I, i've been really enjoying it it's it's got pretty good story, in my opinion, so far as well. Um, I don't want to spoil anything too much, but I mean, I don't know. If you like the previous Metro games, you're going to like this one. I actually think this is probably my favorite Metro game that I've played so far. So out of the three, okay. I think this one's probably my favorite. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It's, yeah, it's, it's just been really fun. I don't know. There's like something about like the story and and like the the stealth elements because i think the game heavily wants you to play with a stealthy um approach which works out for me because most of the time i like to do it stealthily as well uh there's like choices that sort of affect the game and it's not like um it's not like oh do you want to choose to go with a or b it's more just like how you play the game so if you want to go stealthy and you want to sort of play like a pacifist, for example, in this first area, um, besides like killing of bandits, which, you know, they're bandits, so whatever, you can kill them. But there's like other NPCs that you can choose not to kill. Um, and instead, but you still have to like sort of get through their area. So you can sort of just do like takedowns instead of killing them. And then I think that affects the outcome later in the area and how people like perceive you. Mm. and how and as you try to because like the whole point of this area is like you're trying to get out of it um and if you don't kill anybody which is what i did i ended up getting sort of uh i guess an easier quote-unquote ending where they sort of just let you go so yeah solid game like little things like that i think really adds to the world uh, makes you feel like it's not so linear um but yeah, like I, I definitely would recommend this. I'm giving it like a nine out of ten so far. I'm really liking it. Yeah, I definitely liked that the areas were more sandboxy than the previous Metro level uh, when I played it. I, I I think I got to like that first open area, and that's where I stopped playing it. Which I should probably go back and finish that game. Cause it, was <laughs> pretty, it was really good when I did play it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I think you should at least this because this is where I'm at. At least finish that first open area and get through uh, the next sort of section because the next section is very linear and it's mm -hmm. sort of like meant to drive the story along and it's it's pretty fun. Like you kind of go into like a bunker and things happen. It's it's nice. great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh I guess I can go next. Uh, the big thing is Monster Hunter Rise. Woot, woot, new Monster <laughs> Hunter. Another one? Yeah, baby. 
Cause it's always going to be another Monster Hunter. <laughs> Did you hear about like in Japan, like like employers were giving people like day off just oh. to like go play Monster Hunter? Like it's insane. That's, that's hilarious. It's a th- it's a thing. Monster Hunter, Dragon Quest, they love those games. <laughs> now I should say because everyone's going to come into this being like Monster Hunter World was pretty great, and I will agree. World is great. World, I think, is in my opinion the best Monster Hunter game. I, I think that's your bar to clear is Monster Hunter World. Rise tries to, and it kind of like just barely ekes over the bar. I think what I like about Rise is that it plays similarly to the other Switch Monster Hunter titles, but it incorporates a lot of the stuff from World that worked so well. I think there was no way you were going to get a Monster Hunter World-esque game to run on the Switch, unfortunately. But yeah. they pull some of the ideas and some of like the the gameplay concepts from that and kind of put it into this. So it basically kind of feels like... It, in a way, it feels like we took two steps forward with Monster Hunter World and then we took one step back with Rise because it just feels like there's some of that progression and some of that advancements, but not all of it. Um, the big thing here is like there is a sort of like a way to traverse through the world with like it's almost like a hook shot or something like that. I I forget the name for it. It's like bug something or other. But basically, you, you use it to sort of traverse around, and that thing is OP as fuck. Because basically, as you're going around, say like a monster knocks you over, you can use this thing to get back on your toes right away and instantly heal or attack again. So it makes it really, like, in a way, interesting. Whereas before with Monster Hunter, if you got knocked down, you had to, like, really work hard to get back on your feet. And this one, it's like, you can just use this thing to, like, get back on your feet in seconds. So it feels a little, everything's a little bit more faster paced than it was before. And I don't Mm. think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's going to take a while for like a seasoned monster hunter gamer to like get used to the faster pace of rise because it really does move fast. And I know there's been a couple of times where like, I was not expecting the monsters to hit as quickly as they did before. So it was a little bit of trial by error. Um, I'm around 20 hours in and I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I'm get, I've gotten used to the pace and everything. Uh, and the new mechanics and stuff like that. It is good. Um, I guess I should say too, like in case anyone hasn't played a Monster Hunter game, basically it's it's like a game where you go fight monsters and then you use the hide and other materials you harvest from them to create better weapons and armor. So it's kind of like in a gameplay loop similar to like something like Diablo or something where Borderlands where you beat an enemy, get the loot, go fight stronger enemies, etc. Um, I feel as if um there it, it feels as if like the the progress of the game is like yes you're getting stronger stuff and stronger stuff but like i feel as if i i'm moving in a way that's like slower than i would expect in terms of like progress if that makes mm. sense like i feel like my first 20 hours into the game that my character should be stronger um and I don't I, like I've played Monster Hunter plenty of times. I know generally like how to do it. So it's like I don't think it's a me lack of skill issue. I think it, the game is like paced in a way where it makes it hard to feel like you're properly uh, at at a place where you should be. And I'll be curious 
as I get closer to the end to figure out how that like sorts itself out. Like maybe I've get stronger in like a strong burst at the end or something, or maybe not. So mm. this is something I'm a little curious about, but um, yeah, uh, I'm playing with the, the gun javelin, I think it's called. Nice. Yeah. I always, I always usually play with that. It's basically like a little javelin that you are like, it's like a spear basically that you can like, used to poke at your enemies from afar. You can like hide behind a shield, but also too, it's got like a little gun add on to it. So you can also shoot them from afar. So that's usually what I play when I play nice. monster hunter. So, um, I'm going to give this right now an eight out of 10, but like, I'm probably, I still have some ways to go. Like I'm 20 hours in. I feel like there's gotta be at least another 20 to 30 hours. So we'll see where I'm at with that. But, uh, for now I'd say it's a solid game. Uh, cool. Yeah. Curious how the end game will be in that game because I thought Monster Hunter World's end game uh, was pretty fun, but I I definitely yes. hit a wall at some point where I was like, man, I'm getting my ass kicked, and I had to like grind a lot. Uh, that's yeah, it was I'm, still it was still good. That's what I'm wondering with this too. Like, um, I saw there was a DLC thing, and I'm part of me is like a little frightened. Like, oh god, like are they gonna save something out of the end game stuff for DLC? But we'll see. Um, but yeah, is it as good as world? I'm going to say in the short, no, I think world is still better, but it's still pretty, pretty solid. Um, I have been playing more loop hero, uh, cause that game's a whole lot of fun. Um, and yeah, um, mostly just working to sort of like play through with like different sorts of heroes and stuff like that. And just trying different, different gameplay styles. Um, loop hero is fun. I, I, I think I've said it before. I gave it like a 10 out of 10. I, I enjoy it. This might be my game of the year, but wow. I, still, I still need to play uh-huh. a little bit more to find out. But it, it is really good. I uh, definitely would recommend it if you like roguelikes. Um, and then aside from that, I did something I haven't done in quite some time, which is just go through my Epic Games library. You know, We always talk about the free games every week, and I'm usually pretty good for downloading them. And then they go in there, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to play these games eventually and I never do. <laughs> so um, I had uh, some time off from work because I had to take, get the COVID vaccine and it was raining out. It was not a good time to be doing much of anything. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to download a bunch of these games. So I downloaded a bunch of them. Uh, Alien Isolation. Uh, I mean, I've played it before, but I wanted to play it on the Ace Predator and see how well it looked. Uh, that game's a whole lot of fun. Great little horror game. Um, I had Ghost... No, Ghost Runner I didn't play as part of the Epic thing. But I did also play Ghost Runner, which is a lot of fun if you haven't played that. It's like a sort of like a Mirror's Edge, but with a cyber ninja aesthetic. It's pretty cool. Um, Blair Witch. Uh, I played that. Holy cow, that game is good. Um it's like very short. It takes like four to five hours to beat, but the idea is is that yeah, it's very much like Blair Witch. So a little witch in the woods, and you got a dog with you, and you got to try to survive the witch. And yeah, it's great. Um, I tried to play Elite Dangerous, and uh, I felt very intimidated by that game. Uh, it feels like there's a lot going on in that game, and I feel as if like I was just like, no, this is too much. 
Um, I played a little bit and yeah, people were shouting and people were getting aggressive and it's just like, Oh God, I love a good space game, but it felt, it gave me vibes of like League of legends. Like just how toxic the people were playing it. I'm just like, Oh no, I don't need this. So I've uninstalled elite dangerous, but yeah. Um, I also played solitarica, which is like a solitaire game, but there's a little bit of kind of like you, when you play certain cars or you play certain combos, you you attack your opponent and chip away at their um, life bar. I it's cool. I played it for like a few rounds, and I think the concept kind of wore thin for me, but uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I did play Surviving Mars, which I know uh, Dennis, you've talked about a few times. Um, yeah, it's good. It's uh, I was uh, building the base. I didn't play it as much as I wanted to. I, I definitely want to go back and play it some more. But, like, it did seem pretty cool in terms of, like, the concept of, like, building your base and all that. So, um, yeah. And then I also played Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Uh, that was a free sure. game, which I feel is kind of funny because I played the original Roller Coaster Tycoon because it was given away for free in, like, cereal boxes back in the day. I played that, too, yeah. <laughs> it's got it the same way. So I, I, I was making the joke, like, I, I, I'm going to continuously play the Roller Coaster Tycoon games for free. Like, I don't think I've ever played mm-hmm. paid for a Roller Coaster Tycoon game in my life, but it was fun. <laughs> uh, and then finally, the one I've been playing the most is Rage 2. Uh, which was given away for on the Epic Game Store. I played a little bit on consoles, and then I kind of fell by the wayside. So I've been playing it on PC, and damn, that game is fun. Like I, I, I don't know what it is, but like I, I like the gameplay loop of going through to the different arcs and unlocking different weapons and abilities. That's fun. Uh, updating or you know sort of giving enhancements to your uh, weapons and vehicles. Uh, there's a lot in that gameplay loop that I really enjoy. Um, and I feel like, unfortunately, the game's a little aimless. Like, I feel as if there's no real direction to, like, what I have to do in that game all the time. But, like, the loop of it is so strong that I'm, part of me is like, I don't know if I care, but I'm a little on the fence on that. But... I had the same problem with that. Like, I just like, man, there's just like, they give you three quest lines to go to in the beginning. And I was just yeah. like, I don't know which one to do. Like, yeah. And then yeah. even Wait, then, that, you can't do the others. If you pick one or no, you no. can, you can do anything. That's the problem. It's like too oh, open. It's too yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. I see. That's the problem. But it's fun though. And like, yeah, man, like I've gotten some, crazy ass abilities from going to those arcs because the arcs are like I, from what I can tell what you want to be pursuing the most because they unlock all these different abilities and there's one that I got that's like a force push ability but it just like freaking eviscerates enemies so like when I go up I've got it leveled <laughs> up enough that I just go up and force push them and they turn into like a pile of blood and goo and it's great mm-hmm. um, yeah no, I've been really enjoying it and uh it's the one that i want to keep playing the most of so yeah rage 2 at least until the hearthstone expansion's out on tuesday yes tuesday but yeah because that's the thing once that's out goodbye rage 2 hardly <laughs> but uh yeah that, that, that's it for what i've been playing um jamie what have you been playing 
last couple weeks? Uh, so I haven't been playing a ton of new stuff. Uh, I went back and fired up Avengers again because they had like the new Hawkeye character came okay. out and PS5 version has finally been released. So I was like curious to see how it would look on the PS5, how it would run. Cause uh, the biggest problem I had, one, well, I shouldn't say the biggest, one of the biggest problems I had with the PS4 version was it was buggy and the load time sucked. Uh, so I was yeah. hoping maybe they had fixed it. Uh, and the biggest problem I had so far was that uh, upgrading from the PS4 version to the PS5 version on the PS5 is kind of a convoluted mess. Mm. Um, so you have to, like, first you have to navigate to the PS5 version, which is not easy to find in the PS5 menus. Uh, because if you have the PS4 version installed, it tries to say that that's the one you should be playing. So you have to, like, go to this, like, other menu to find the ps5 version and it'll say you can download for free that part's fine it only took me a couple minutes to figure that out but then once you install it you then realize that you have to go back to the ps4 version upload your save to the cloud and then load the ps5 version and download that that save and the first time i did it my game froze uh the second time i tried doing it my game froze and then the third time it finally worked. So I don't know what the hell was going on there, but it was like a, it was kind of a pain in the ass. Um, so I finally got it working on the PS5, and then I had to sit there for about ten minutes while all the trophies that I earned on PS4 popped up, and I couldn't do anything else. It was weird. Uh, <laughs> That's so weird. It's really, it was such a weird, unlike polished experience. It just seemed really odd. Like they're like, man, they could have come up with a better way of doing this. Uh, yeah. But then, since I realized that all the PS4 trophies I earned were getting duplicated on PS5, I went back and played it on PS4 anyways. I haven't played it on PS5 yet, because I wanted to earn the trophies I was missing on PS4, so that when I load that on PS5, I'll just get them, and I don't have to play the game twice. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I played through some Avengers again. I was basically just going through and trying to finish the last couple trophies I had missed, which was to like finish the game with a couple characters. Um, and, uh, I think I had to do, like, some Hive missions or something like that, so I've been kind of picking away at that, and I haven't even touched Hawkeye yet. Uh, I've touched mm. Kate Bishop a little bit, uh, previously, like, I, I played with her a little bit, and she was fun. I have a, I have a feeling Hawkeye is pretty, pretty much the exact same, uh, gameplay-wise, maybe with a little bit different skin on it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's fine. I, I'll probably keep playing it a little bit just to knock out those trophies and uh, I saw that they released a roadmap for what they're going to have in 2021 uh, and it seems like a bunch of kind of eh, mediocre uh, <laughs> things that they're putting out until like the end of the year where they're going to have uh, Black Panther and some new areas and stuff like that so I'm hoping that eventually we'll get to a point where you know there's enough stuff out there to, to make it a little bit more interesting and i'm still waiting for spider-man which you know who knows when that's coming so yeah uh, it's unfortunate that like that game i think has so much potential and it just also feels like it's a wasted at the same time too like i i want that game to do well but it just seems like with everything that they're doing it just seems like not quite what everyone wants it to be, which is our yeah. It's it's like I like the gameplay. I like beat 'em up style stuff that they have in there. It's just it, it's the areas that you go to are so generic that it kind of gets 
grating and boring and it's like ugh, i can only do the same mission like so many times before i'm like totally out of my uh it's my interest is gone so yeah no totally like yeah. it's it's unfortunate though and i hope that like they kind of come around on it but you know yeah uh, so yeah, I played that. Uh, I also I started up uh, Persona Five Royal, which is the like I don't know like director's cut or something version of Persona Five, where they added a new character, uh, they redid some some sequences in that game to make them either easier or more polished or balanced or whatever. Uh, I haven't gotten super far at it. They I like. I was trying to like remember like did this happen in the original for like the first uh, you know hour or so like because I think they they basically redid the opening uh, quite a bit like they they uh, introduced a character that isn't in uh, the original game uh, that I remember at all and uh, yeah it it seems cool like I I haven't really played it enough to to give it a, a score or anything like that um, but I I have a a good feeling that the changes that they've made have been all positive so far. So, okay, uh, I'll keep picking through that. Uh, the biggest thing that I've been playing, and I haven't had a ton of time to do it yet because I just picked it up yesterday. Uh, but I, I picked up an Oculus Quest Two, uh, which is the the second iteration of the Oculus Quest. Uh, it's an inside-out headset, which is kind of cool because I didn't need to have it hooked up to my PC to play. Uh, you know, most of the games that they have available. Okay. But if I pick up the link cable, I can play things like Half-Life Alex on it and other stuff. Uh, but for now, I've just been playing it with the, you know, the, the standalone mode where you don't have to have it cooked to your PC. Um, it's cool. Like, it, it took maybe, like, a couple minutes to set up. Like, you basically put the headset on, sign into your Oculus account or whatever, which... Uh, the Quest 2 requires that if you don't already have an Oculus account, I guess you need to, like, just sign in with your, your Facebook login, which is kind of iffy uh, for yeah. some people, I'm sure, because, like, it's like a Facebook's looking at all the stuff you're doing, like, how much of your privacy is being invaded, I don't know. Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't bother me a ton, but it definitely is kind of like a questionable practice on their part i guess to make you have to sign in with your facebook stuff uh, yeah yeah i can definitely uh, see where that could be problematic too especially because it's like yeah you just want a game you don't want like everything sure but these guys like it's just yeah and i mean they ask you like how much of this do you want to share and it's like yeah but how much are you actually sharing like are yeah. you telling me everything like i don't know like there's cameras on the headset that are basically looking at my living room and like i don't know how much of that they're actually not sending who knows like there's no way to know <laughs> yeah. um so yeah like you sign in you, you you set up your account and you just link it to the oculus app on your phone that was all pretty smooth and then once you do that uh you you can just kind of set up your room area uh you draw like a line on the floor and that's it that's all you got to do. Mm -hmm. So then it sets up your safe area. And uh, when you hit the edges of the safe area, you can kind of like see uh, your actual like living room or whatever, wherever you're playing, uh, like phase in instead of like the, 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 just the grid being there. So that's kind of neat. Uh, it, it, I was a little worried, like in my living room that I was going to have it not enough room and set it up and mm. end up like putting my hand through my TV or something. Uh, but it, <laughs> it, it doesn't seem to be the case. I think I had like 
uh, plenty of room to play when I was when I was playing the games that I was playing. Um, so yeah, it was like super smooth setup, and so then I went and downloaded a couple demo stuff. Uh, I and then I downloaded Beat Saber, of course, uh, which I uh, played with my wife for a bit. And since she's never played any VR, uh, it was quite humorous to watch her uh, flailing <laughs> around, <laughs> trying to hit nice. uh, the notes in Beat Saber. I had a blast with that. Uh, nice. And I also picked up uh, what was it, Super Hot VR, which okay. I've played before. Um, but yeah, that game is a lot of fun, and uh, I just I, I pretty much played that for the rest of the night, was just playing super hot, trying to you know murder uh, dummies uh, <laughs> that only move when you move. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think that game can get so frustrating sometimes. Like, it, oh, for like, sure. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's necessarily a hard game, but I, I'm just not a fan. No. Some sometimes it, it's like the failure is definitely like your own and it's like oh man i just fucked that up and then sometimes it's like man throwing this ninja star shouldn't be this fucking hard to like get it to go where you want to go and I, I i understand like it's 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 hard to like approximate those things of like when you flip your wrist and where it's gonna go but like yeah it's definitely i've gotten better with like with the throwing of things but you just catching a gun in midair and then blasting someone in the face with it is so satisfying mm-hmm. um I had a lot of fun doing that. So yeah, uh, I have like a couple years worth of backlog to go through on VR. So like, there's uh, like, what the heck is the other one? Uh, I can't think of the name of it now. Gun something with gun in the title. Uh, it's beat. It's like music. Uh, uh, what the hell is it called? I forget now. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I've, the, my first thing is going to be to get that link cable though and play through Half Life Alex. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, I'll probably nice. be doing that in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, I don't know. The Oculus Two is uh, Oculus Quest Two is pretty nice. It's lightweight, comfortable. Uh, I had no problems adjusting it to fit my head or, or feeling like it was uh, in focus or anything like that. So yeah, uh, I definitely recommend picking it up for an entry level. Uh, VR experience, and uh, I'll keep you updated on how it how it goes. My apologies. Oh my. I couldn't hear what you said. Thanks, watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, VR, I kind of go back and forth on. Like, it's interesting and it's cool. I don't know if it's ever going to be like the next way we all game, but I think it's still pretty cool. And I think like there are some really exciting moments in uh, in playing it, but. Yeah, part of me thinks, like, am I ever going to play a Call of Duty or something like that on VR? Like, probably not. Like, yeah, it's if there's we're we're in a spot now where it's like nice uh, to to see what people are doing with it. I think I don't think we're in a point where we can have that full gaming experience that we we like with uh, you know PC and console gaming yet. But it's getting there. It's getting better for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, that's it for this week. So, cool, cool stuff. Um, obviously, the big release in the next couple of weeks is the new Hearthstone expansion. Oh, Bob's. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure there's other stuff coming out too, but we'll see. Uh, cool. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now. <laughs>